Uh, well, what's going on, everybody? As you probably know, my name's Kyle Richards, a.k.a. Tater Deluxe, if you were with me on PlayStation Network. And this is my buddy, Micah. He's my brand spanking new co-host. Uh, Micah, uh, I'm happy to have you here, man. It's good to be here. Yeah. Uh, I've been trying to get him to do this podcast with me for a while now. We, we talk sports all the time, and I just, like, needed him to be here. He's, he might be my, my new co-pilot for a while. Um, we'll see how it goes. I mean, if I'm, if I keep having these technical difficulties, maybe not. He might just be like, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. Maybe I probably shouldn't do this. I, I, I'm pretty understanding. I mean, he told me right off the bat that, uh, Twitch was down, so I knew what I was getting into. It's true. So, I don't know if I, if you guys didn't hear in the last three, the last three <laughs> tries of this broadcast, uh... Twitch.tv is down, and that's how I just started doing this podcast. I switched over last episode, and it went really well. Um, and so I was looking forward to using it again, but I go to their site to, uh, you know, try to launch, and it is completely down. So, and that means like everything that they do with Twitch, any kind of third-party plugin doesn't work. And so I do know that you can stream through Facebook, but then we had technical difficulties with the stream. So I apologize for you know being an hour late, and you know Micah is extremely I'm about to leave I'm about to walk <laughs> out, so. he's just gonna dip out of here mid podcast like I can't take it anymore um, but Perry just his name is Micah you gotta respond to Mike don't don't worry about no, it no he's got it okay fine but uh, yeah it says on the screen but yeah. <laughs> yeah you can see it just just make sure you follow him on Twitter he'll forgive you yeah. or I'll for oh, whatever somebody will forgive you <laughs> Uh, but welcome to the Abstract Sports Podcast, guys. Uh, we bring sports back to life with a fresh perspective on the game from abstract yet popular angles. And as you can tell, we're at you coming at you live on Facebook instead of Twitch this time. Episode 22, there's a lot of stuff going on in the sports world right now that we got to dive into. And that's why I'm kind of pissed that we were late getting this going. Or I was, I was late getting this going. Um... Yeah, but don't put that on me. <laughs> yeah, you're you're the new co-host, and everything's now your fault. Yeah. Um, but we will try to respond to comments as we go. We have it over here on one screen, and um, have the keyboard. Got the keyboard, and you know, we'll I'll probably just respond on the screen, and then like maybe we'll drop a link in the chat or something if we have an article we want to show you. Um, but let's just get this thing going. So before I get started with the sports stuff. Gotta talk about some of the shenanigans that went down in Boise this weekend. Oh, the shenanigans! The shenanigans were were too much. Not maybe not too much, but they were great. So we went to Boise for a wedding for our friend Mitch and Hattie, friends Mitch and Hattie. Um, so we gotta say congrats to them. Yeah, I'm getting married, finding the person you're gonna spend the rest of your life with. That's pretty cool. It's about time, Mitch. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Um, so as you guys probably know, I'm married, you know, to Keltron. He's also married. So we kind of know what the married life is like. Um, and if you're married out there, you know that like, it's a pretty good time. You get to spend time with a really cool person and you get to get a place together and decorate it and get all these pets that are become too much of a nuisance. And I was more in it for the tax benefits. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I don't know what all those other things are really. Right. So... Yeah, that, that, that's, that's their own boat. Right, there, the, good, the good things are yeah. different to yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, each, each their own. But you know, it all obviously comes with some disagreements. When you're married, you're going to have some discussions, some very stern discussions, um, and maybe even some fights. Hopefully not 
Not like physical fights, because that's bad news. We don't want that. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> However, speaking of fights, we didn't get to watch the McGregor-Mayweather fight because we were at the wedding. Um, I was hoping they'd have it on a TV there, but, you know, we, we weren't lucky. We went on a kind of a social media blackout so that it wasn't ruined for us via Twitter or something like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Didn't quite work out that way. So we were going about our, our dancing business and, you know, having drinks and food at the wedding. And then there's that one guy who just yells at the top of his lungs. Always that one guy. <laughs> he says, Mayweather wins! And we all just look over at him like, you son of a... <laughs> what are you Why? doing? Like, you know there's a bunch of other dudes here probably wanting to watch that yeah. fight. And then you ruin it for everybody. Um... Which is just unfortunate, but... I can't really say I'm surprised. I mean, <laughs> we kind of knew what was coming. Yeah. I mean, everybody has their phone out. There's, there's going to be that dude. There's going to be that dude. Honestly, I don't know about you. I wasn't really surprised by the results of the fight. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to beat Mayweather at his own game. Really. Yeah, exactly. I, it went pretty much how I sort of expected it to go. Um Going along those lines, like Mayweather is a boxer, and if you just watch the warm-ups of those guys, like the, the videos from behind the scenes, and they're working out like a month ago, uh, McGregor puts out a video of him like doing his little like underhand punches, and and then Mayweather doing his like crazy, like his parrying. And it's funny because there's a parry in here, but his dodging and dipping, ducking, diving, the five uh, Ds, the five Ds, and you know I bet he could dodge a wrench. I'm sure he could. I bet he could. Um, but yeah, I think it went kind of how I, how I expected it to go. McGregor's going to come out there trying to be the big guy and back up all of his talk that he's been doing over the last several weeks, um, and just kind of gas out. And then Mayweather, you know, he, he's a defensive fighter. He's able to take some punches and then, uh, get him in the long run, long game, the long con. Well, Mayweather's game is the long con. It's, he doesn't knock people out. He kind of just outlasts them. He's a defensive fighter. So mm -hmm. it's, it's what he do. Yeah, it's true. Um, and I'm losing my place here. Uh, but I do have to say kudos to McGregor for lasting the 10 rounds. Yeah. Uh, or most of the 10 rounds. Most of the 10 rounds. It was stopped <laughs> a little early. I don't know if you saw the highlights, but I mean, the ref got in there kind of prematurely. Yeah, that's what I heard too. So, But uh, I, I don't know about these things. There's, there's so much money being bet. So much money in TV and pay-per-view. Kind of seems like it's fixed from the get-go. If it was, I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. 10 years from now there's a documentary on how boxing was fixed. I'd be like, <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, especially so, like all the bets that are going in. It, it makes sense, and it's it's a historical thing. It happens all the time. Yeah. Um, and going along with that, I, McGregor's like laughing reaction after the fight, where he's just kind of like, it's like, ha yeah, it's over, whatever, I got beat. And he, he did just make $30 million, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so like, obviously you're going to be happy, but that's another reason to think that it is fixed because they come out and they're like, yay, I get all this money no matter what. Um, Perry says... He just wanted to get paid. Just wanted to get paid. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty much true. They both want to get paid. I do a lot of dirty things for $30 million. <laughs> One of those being get hit by Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> Call me. Uh, but uh, Mayweather, though, he'd probably get his ass kicked in in, a, in an octagon. Oh, I think. In, in about a second. Like, it just speaks to McGregor's athleticism that 
he branched out into boxing when Mayweather couldn't even last a round in the octagon. It, it wouldn't be close. Mm-mm. I don't so. think so either. But that would be a fun, pretty interesting to see. I'd pay for it. I would pay for that. I, I, you know, I just don't think that there's ever going to be a boxer that wants to step into an MMA ring. There's just no. so many unknowns for them going into that type of setting. So it kind of says something when somebody from the MMA is going into one fighting style that's not their own. So yeah, and the checks are smaller. Checks are smaller. So <laughs> there's always that. McGregor's always talking about how he's going to keep the checks going up and up and up as long as he's in MMA. But well, that may be, but he's still got another zero to add to, <laughs> to get the boxing level of checks. And that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Um, so yeah. Anyways, the fight. Wish we could have caught it, but you know the highlights. The, inter- the internet paints a pretty good picture for us. Um, 2017, man. But some some fighting history being made with the MMA mixing with with the, pro- the professional boxing acronym. I don't know what it is. <laughs> PBA. P-B-P-B. But that's professional bowling association. I like PBR myself. PBR. <laughs> that's professional uh, bull riding. Bull riding. Absolute yeah. ribbon. <laughs> Several good PBRs out there. Boxing, stay away from it. <laughs> professional boxing rounds. I don't know. I give up. But the thing that we're pretty excited about, I mean, I know Mike is super excited about this. But Is it college football? I, I, I think it's college football. I'm stoked about college football. I'm it, stoked about football in general, but this week is college football. Yeah, this is the guy, like, just a few days ago, he's like, Kyle, high school football, There's it's starting. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. I was like, well, that's just one week from college and then another week from pro. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't quite understand. I didn't get it. So, but then again, if he told me that uh, some sort of basketball thing was starting, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, if you hear me say, like, it's October, that means basketball. It means is... baseball playoffs. That's what that means. No, I don't think so. Uh, no. Maybe. I, I should probably get on top of my fantasy baseball league. I'm doing pretty terribly there. It's probably about over. It's getting pro- yeah. pretty close. I'm going to be last. It's going to be depressing. Um, but, yeah, so college football starts, and uh, Mike is going to do some, some – uh, little bit of previews uh talking about like the the top 10 teams for this year and then some predictions um and we might even get into some vandal football so possibly so what you got for us on this college football preview well we'll start off with the top 10 this is the top 10 not my top 10 this is the top 10 preseason i've got alabama followed by florida state ohio state and usc those make out the top five then we get sorry four and we got Clemson, Penn State, Oklahoma, Washington, Wisconsin, and Oklahoma State. For those of you counting and paying attention to ESPN's recent love affair with the SEC, that's only one SEC school in the top ten. One. I don't know what that says about the SEC. <laughs> or maybe the other conferences are kind of on the up and up, but that's only one SEC school in the top ten. So, and Alabama is that team for good reason. Um, So we'll see how it pans out. I did have my predicted college football playoff top four. That'd be Alabama for reasons that I don't really need to explain. (laughs) Uh, And then I have USC because they're just head and shoulders above the rest of the Pac-12. They won't be challenged. Uh, Washington might give them a little fit, but it'll be easy. Then we got Florida State. You can thank that to uh, Clemson's decline. You don't exactly replace your uh, Heisman Trophy quarterback. 
overnight. I don't know if you have any ideas there, Kyle. I, I don't. I mean, they could put me in there, but it might not be a good idea, actually. I think your eligibility is up, though. It might be. Yeah, you already went four, well, over four years. I'm an old fart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, a little on the short side, too. And you're taller than me, so. Uh, I can run. You can run. I've got some momentum pretty, behind me pretty now. Pretty quick. <laughs> so, but that's only three. My dark horse, if you want to make this abstract, would be Oklahoma State. Hmm. So, any, any football fan out there is probably scratching their head, and they would ask me why. Why? It's a good question, Kyle. <laughs> Do I think Oklahoma State's number four in the country? No. Do I think they're top ten? Yes. But what I think is probably going to happen is that the Big Ten, so your Ohio State, your Michigan, your Penn State, and Wisconsin even this year, they're going to kind of cannibalize themselves, knock themselves out of the fight, and that kind of leaves the door open for the Big 12 to sneak into that fourth spot. And this would be Oklahoma State's year. They've got their returning quarterback, their best wide receiver. They've got experience. And Bob Stoops is no longer at OU. So, if you're going to beat them, now's the year. Do it while they're down. While they're down and while the bigger dogs kind of distract themselves. And that, that being the Big Ten. I think the Big Ten has better teams than Oklahoma State. But we've seen it before. And we're going to see it again where conferences kind of cannibalize themselves and knock themselves out of the... Uh, playoff contention okay so and you know that i like the the concept of the dark horse though because the thing about sports is that it is so unpredictable you never know what's going to happen um it's just like the the march madness um perry says oh yes sir baseball oh yeah we, we replied to that one a little bit late but you and me <laughs> baseball um but i i just think it's a really cool concept like march madness for example you have all these teams and you think about that Cinderella story of one team going all the way when they're least expected to. Yeah. Um, that, like, you have a certain sense of empathy for those type of teams. Like, if you you want to root for them because you're like the story would just be so sweet. Um, seeing the number team win, number one team win is just kind of like, well, the system worked, I guess. <laughs> um, well, that was surprising. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to some college football, but. As you can see, I didn't do much talking in the college football preview he just did, and that's probably to blame on the fact that I don't know a whole bunch about college football other than the Idaho Vandals. Uh, Perry says, Rangers, baby. TCU. TCU. The Horned Frogs, right? Perry, do you live in, like, Dallas-Fort Worth area? He does. He does? Oh. Yeah. Same as my brother. Yeah, so they're probably fans of the same teams, perhaps. Not quite. No? The Rangers, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they'll both be Rangers fans, but uh, TCU... Yeah, no. Because your brother's more of a, um, yeah, I don't remember. You're going to rat me out here, Kyle. He went to Oklahoma State. Oh, okay. Well, then there you go. <laughs> <laughs> They're so, a good football team. Now we know why. I'm not biased. They're just good, <laughs> and it's their time. I didn't mean to do that. Watch. That was just too perfect. They're going to sneak in the number four spot. They're going to get beat, but they'll be number four. There you go. But, like I said, let's talk about some Vandals football. I feel like I have a little more to offer when it comes to that. I mean, I am affiliated. I'm an alum. You're an alum? I'm an alum. How about that last season, alum? That last season was pretty baller. It was pretty good. Um, I was able to catch at least one game. I don't remember if I caught a regular season game last year. I don't think I did. I don't think um, you did either. But I did watch a good handful of games, and or like on TV, but I also got to go to that bowl game we were involved with. 
So last year was a pretty success- successful year for the Vandals where we went 8-4 and four in the regular season, which is, you know, steps above what we did the previous season. We had like two or three wins the year before that. Yeah, 8-4 eight, eight just it doesn't happen a whole lot for Idaho. It, yeah. At first. And then you look at all these other teams who go undefeated, and it's like, okay, well. There, there's teams out there that 8-4 <laughs> is a terrible year, and they're asking them to fire the coach. So Because of their difficulty of schedule and just anything and their conference, yeah. I guess. Some but. people just aren't happy with, uh, with anything less than undefeated. We're 8-4, and four and we're ecstatic and couldn't be happier. And we get a lot of money for that, <laughs> for winning the championship, no? We got some. We got a chunk, but, uh, at least a chunk. It would be a lot of money to me. It would be a lot of money to you. But <laughs> in terms of college football, it was uh, very little. Okay, like in the big scheme of in college football. In the big football. scheme of college football, okay, okay. it paid for the gas money. <laughs> it was about it. Well, hey, that's, that's kind of nice. Um, but we did probably get some potatoes from the, that potato bowl. We are Idaho. Yeah. We, probably, we probably supplied the potatoes. We probably gave ourselves the potatoes. The funny thing is, uh, after the game, we so the potato bowl, we played uh, Colorado State University, and it was a offensive showdown. Like we eventually, the score doesn't really tell the story because we were ahead by so much, and then like in the later quarters, they sort of closed the gap a little bit. But we had the win in the bag. But you know, the Vandals have thrown away some games in the final seconds. Yeah, I never really <laughs> felt good about it until it struck zero. It's like I, I know this feeling. I've been here before. Why? But no, it worked out. Yeah, and so after the game, we were able to go down on the field and. Um, I'm taking video and stuff. You can, you might be able to find some stuff on Instagram, perhaps, of me posting things back in, what, what month would that have been? Like that would have been December. It was right before December. Christmas. Yeah, that was like right after the podcast started, or I mean, right after the the blog even launched because it launched in November. So one of the first big stories was talking about the Vandals for that that bowl game. But uh, the the team though, after they did their presentations up on the stage, they took the trophy and they ran it back to the locker room. And they were like dropping. They were actually fake potatoes. Yeah, styrofoam potatoes. <laughs> Which is a shame, but I guess whatever. Uh, but they were like falling out. So I have a couple of friends who have some of the little potatoes as like a collectible. It might be worth something one day. Could yeah, be. Maybe. <laughs> probably not. But you know, maybe. Yeah. Some vandal to, uh, memorabilia collector. Yeah, I think so. And I mean, I have some video to authenticate that. Like it is from the bowl. I swear. Just stealing the potato. So maybe when the vandals are going to the national championship. In a hundred years, because our engineering program will be involved with the football team. You mean national championship of the FCS? Oh yeah, that's right. So this year, the sad news is that we're getting demoted. Not this year. Well, after this year. After so this year. we're playing this season out, and then we're getting demoted down to the FCS, and that's been a deal in the bag for like a couple of years now, and so it's just been sort of like, well, do these men's wins mean something, or is it just like us? kind of carrying out something going into something not as fun. Well, we're not being demoted, Kyle. We're we're moving forward. Moving forward. Moving right? forward. <laughs> Chuck, this is looking at you. <laughs> this decision is in with the best interest for the university. Um, uh, it just sucks. Perry says on Facebook, stealing potatoes like Tom Brady's jersey. They found that jersey, so watch out. <laughs> They'll come for those potatoes. They're going to come for me, and it's going to be. I don't even have one. It's not me. I said some friends. So I'm safe. They're going to ban me. Who are they? <laughs> Waterboard me. Yeah. Um, I mess with the government, man. But I will say that the that potato bowl was a really cool experience. I mean, it was super cold. It was like 15 degrees it was out. Very cold. Terrible wind chill. I had some hot cocoa on deck. 
Snaps. Um, Snaps. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Snaps? Yeah, totally. Snaps. Snaps. <laughs> it's snap. It snaps after some snaps. Snaps and snaps. Snap. Yeah. <laughs> Snapchat. It's only water here, by the way. Right? Yeah, we're just, it's just water today. Yeah, just water. Um, but Micah did carry a pretty sweet sign at that game. you got to talk about that a little bit. Uh, well, uh, I knew it would be on ESPN, not the sign, the game. So I was thinking of signs I needed to make and uh, thought of, damn, this field is ugly. <laughs> so uh, I had some contrasting colors, a, a black base and some silver and gold markers. However, the Boise State... Arena staff would not let me bring that sign into the arena, saying that it was, quote-unquote, too big. Even though I saw much bigger signs there, and uh, I, th I think they just didn't take kindly to me calling their precious blue field ugly. Uh, Boo-hoo. But what I ended up doing is cutting the sign in half, and I snuck in half, and my wife snuck in the other half. Teamwork. And then... Uh, That's intangible. We put it back together, and it was great, and it worked. Many, uh, many of photos were taken. By complete strangers. Even some Colorado State people wanted the picture. <laughs> uh, they didn't want me in the picture. They just wanted the signed picture. But, yeah. but that, my sign. that shows you how clever this guy is. That's why I want to get him involved on this a little bit more. <laughs> but he has this sign, right? And somebody, I don't know, who posted that picture? I don't so, know who they were. Some stranger posted a picture of him in the stands holding his sign that says, Damn, this field is ugly. And they put it up on Reddit. And you know how Reddit do. You put something up there. Crank. It's just gonna get vi go viral if it's if it's got some value to it, and of course it took off. It had a whole bunch of votes, lots of votes. I uh, got a repost on Twitter, and there was like seven hundred likes or something <laughs> like that, and three hundred retweets or something. It's ridiculous. It's pretty crazy. Because I mean, just to give a little context, if you're not familiar, so the Idaho Vandals and the Boise State Broncos have had a pretty intense rivalry um or they did have an did. intense rivalry yeah, did, did's a better word um and then boise demanded to be taken out of the whack so they could play bigger teams and and because they thought they could beat them and i guess they can they're a good team but it was just like an ending of a big rivalry uh that was it meant a lot to the vandals and so like i think this sign it was just it's like a almost like passive aggressive but it's just like we know the time is gone but people who know about this will understand I mean, there's uh, there's some some hidden meanings in there, but I mean, Vandal fan or not, that field is ugly. It really is. It's it's hideous. It's, like it makes my TV freak out. <laughs> you can when use I it. watch a Boise game, which is very not up. Yeah, yeah, don't. Not up. You don't just do don't. No. <laughs> All my family members here in town are like, "Oh, Boise's on." I'm like, "That's cool. How about them Lakers?" That's how I divert from anything I don't want to do or talk about. Um, <laughs> but anyways. Pretty cool experience at the Potato Bowl. Uh, with the success we had last year, we do have some players that are carrying over into the season this year who can give us a lot of hope. Um, but we also have some that moved on to the NFL, like Austin Rico, who's like our MVP, our kicker, next to Matt Linehan, our quarterback, who, who actually is moving on to this year. Yeah, Linehan's back. Um, that boy looking thick. He uh, Thick with two Cs. Thick with two Cs. He's, uh, he's getting big. Uh we got Linehan coming back. We have uh, basically the core of the defense, which may be our saving grace because we lose basically every receiver we had uh, that was starting. Now we lose both tight ends. Um, and our tight ends have usually been a pretty strong spot. They were pretty killer. Uh, Deion Watson had was the best receiver on the Vandals in the bowl game. He's gone. Um, he was the tight end. Pretty much the safety valve, him and Cowan. But they're both gone. Yeah, so that'll, that'll make things interesting for the offense. But I, I think... 
Matt Linehan brings a lot of experience to the table where he started as a freshman, right? Yeah, thick of hand. That, <laughs> that doesn't really work. Thick of hand. That's pretty good. Thick of hand. I'm going to call him thick of I'm hand. Big Matt. Yeah, big Matt. There we go. <laughs> it's the emphasis on Big Matt. Brad, don't bring in fantasy into this. <laughs> don't do it, Brad. Okay, we've got some, some fellow fantasy football teams in the chat. They say, can't believe you two turned down my trade proposals. Geesh. Well, they were pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah, you gave me a, a late rounder and a guy suspended for a number two pick. It's, it's not he tried trading me as the same suspended guy straight across for Christian McCaffrey, and I was like, nah. Don't draft suspended guys. <laughs> Pay attention when you draft. <laughs> Don't drink and draft. <laughs> um, <laughs> Next year's shirt. Don't drink and draft. Don't drink and draft. Drink that's and pretty draft. dang good. You need to you need to trademark that right now. <laughs> yeah, that's mine, Dibs. Uh, I got got yeah, that's mine. Don't use it. Sorry, Perry. I didn't. Next year, or we can create a, an abstract sports fantasy league with fans. Yeah, we could. That would be pretty fun. Uh, we actually AJ here. AJ in the chat here, he's got his own blog called Dapper Sports. Shout out Dapper Sports. Go there. Uh, go there. Go to dappersports.com. Check out their stuff. Uh, but we were going to try to put together like a blog fantasy league. I'm not sure if it ever got put together just because like he lives far away and it was kind of hard to coordinate. But um, yeah, we'll have to figure it out. Oh my goodness, the chat's on fire. Uh, AJ says, also, I'll give you the Browns defense for Le'Veon Bell. That's a pretty <laughs> tempting trade. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that Browns D is pure fire. Just fire. Yeah. Brown fire. Several flame emojis. Oh, Perry says, family not a fan. I guess that's true. But you're also a fan, right? Please? <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, maybe next year. Fire, 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 fire. So the people listening to this this uh, podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes right now are just like, what in the what hell is going, going on? on? Well, chat. it's because you need to be tuning in to wherever we're live. Right now it's on Facebook. It meant to be on Twitch, but they are down for the day. They should probably pay me because, you know. Um, but, yeah, so catch us on Facebook Live or Twitch Live slash Abstract Sports. That's the handle on everything. Um, Brad says drop the Browns off of the toilet bowl. Well. If there's one redeeming quality about Cleveland, it's probably their defense. And LeBron James. He's leaving. <laughs> he gone next he, year. He gone. He gone. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, Vandals have some hope, but obviously, like we were talking about, receive, receivers, tight ends being gone, uh, moving on to bigger and better things with their new careers, whatever that may be, kind of leaves us with some, I don't know how else, to, how else to put it, like, we're hoping that we do well. Yeah. Uh, it's un, it's unexpected. I'm not un thinking this season will be quite as good as last season. I'm, I'm kind of thinking around the 6-6, six and 7-5 six, and five range. Um, I think there's about four guaranteed wins. There's two should wins, and then there's kind of two that we're in, and then there's uh, the rest are kind of guaranteed losses. There's about four guaranteed losses on there. So kind of hoping for 6-6, six 7-4. Six, That's good enough to get us into another bowl game. Uh, absolute worst case, uh, Linehan gets hurt and we lose everything. But uh, this team is capable of 6-6. Six and six. Yeah, I even 7-5, even really. Yeah, I th so. and I think that's still pretty good for the Vandals. We've been a, a very losing team in the recent past. Um, you know, we actually have won a couple of bowl games, like two of the three in history, or we've only won two. Uh, well, since we've been old enough to care, two. two. So the Aki era and then the Petrino era. Yeah. So, 
And AJ, they're not they're not being demoted. They're moving forward. <laughs> yeah, they're being demoted. In the words of the president, they're moving forward. Moving forward. Uh, but yes, we are getting taken down to the FCS, um, which means we play different opponents. It's going to be weird. Um, we'll play more local opponents. That means we might be able to make it to some games. I mean, yeah, the, I mean the, the historic rivalry of Idaho, Montana, Eastern Washington, or Washington, uh, <laughs> as they would say, is a little bit more exciting than the, the classic rivalry of Georgia State, who we have no history with. All right, classic. So, I mean, it's a lot less miles for the team to travel. It's local. Maybe more butts in the seats. Maybe not. We'll see. Yeah, we'll just have to see how it pans out, but... We should. We're, I think we're gonna try to catch a game this year. Um, obviously, it's pretty nice to go to homecoming, um, but we have other plans that are kind of like up in the air. And I don't know if we do go to a game, but we'll be uh, taking some pictures and some videos and putting it out there for y'all to see. You have to but check the tweets. Check the tweets. Abstract sports on every platform, boys and girls. Brad, um, I will not be helping my wife in fantasy. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, she's a grown woman. As, as much teamwork we were talking about with the signs and getting them into yeah. the game, at the, the bowl game. Yeah, she's not my wife in fantasy. She's just that team. She's just another opponent. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that, Brad. Well, hey, at least your wife plays fantasy football, Keltron. <laughs> Anyways, don't want to get fired. Let's keep moving. <laughs> They'll fire you, that's uh, for sure. So, really excited about the Vandals this year. Uh, bittersweet, getting demoted, moving forward. Um, but... We do still have some vandals to follow in the NFL. We, got, we do. There's a few. Got, uh, we mentioned last week that a fellow Austin, fellow Austin, oh fellow, boy. Fellow Austin. Fellow Vandal. Hello Austin. I'm Austin. Hello <laughs> Austin. fellows. We are fellows. Uh, as mentioned last week, fellow Vandal Austin Rico uh, was cut from the Buffalo Bills, uh, but there's a spot that opened up with the Tampa Bay Bucks that we were hoping that he would jump into. Uh, it's, uh, it, it's looking like Nick Folk took the Tampa Bay job. That's too bad. Rico's just got to keep working. He'll he'll find spots. Yeah, um, and I think it's one one thing about him is that he sort of doubled as a punter kicker for the Vandals. And when you go to the NFL, it's almost like you got to be really freaking good at one of those. He's uh he's got the leg. He's a punter. If he ever does get a position, it'll be as a punter. Uh, the uh, the kicking prowess that he has will just serve as kind of like a tiebreaker if he was in a tie or uh, it only helps his cause. But he's not going to be a, a place kicker for any team. He can be a backup place kicker, yeah. Uh, but he'll be a punter if he gets a spot. And I mean, if you're, when you're going up against a guy like Stephen Hauschka, who's a championship kicker for the Seahawks, or was back in yeah a couple years ago. To be fair, I don't think he was ever going against Hauschka. It was just it was more like, uh, hey, he can do this as well. Um, I guess Hauschka was the kicker, not the punter. So yeah, he yeah, he yeah. was fighting a guy named I think Schmidt for punting. Yeah, who had a terrible season last year but you know that's that's <laughs> buffalo football for you they're just it, kind of terrible didn't want to take the risk on the young the young buck true uh brad says nice shirts thank you sir um they do look nice get you one aj says if only coach had put rico in during the fourth quarter then it could have been state champs <laughs> uncle rico throw a football <laughs> over those mountains <laughs> Uh, that was in Preston, Idaho. You can actually find that football over the mountains here in town. It's near us. Yeah. Um, it's actually a statue. It's that way. <laughs> um, but anyways, people who move on from the Vandals, like from our football teams and our sporting programs at the U of I, it's really cool to watch them throughout their career. If they do 
make it into something that we can watch on TV. Like if it's in sports, obviously we watch sports all the time. And so it's always more exciting when you can watch somebody that you feel like you have some sort of connection with just because you're, you went to the same school. Yeah. Um, uh, and they're, they're just going on to do big things and you can't help but be excited for them. There's a few still in the NFL. Yeah. So, so we've, we've got Austin Rico and we have uh, Corey Toomer. Corey Toomer. There's Elijah Penny. He's fighting for a spot on the Cardinals. Uh, Tony Lupe Manu from this year's team is on Jacksonville. Um, Did he make a roster, or is he? St- he he survived the first round of cuts. He's probably the odd man out okay. on this next one, but he's still there. Uh, they might put him on the uh, the practice squad or sign him to a futures contract, so he's still there. Iupati's uh, still doing great. Yeah, Big Mike. Uh, Ko got his Super Bowl ring. He's no longer on the Broncos though. I think he's on the Saints now. Yeah, he was playing in the playoffs when they got that ring. Yeah, yeah. Somebody yeah. went down with an injury, and he had a couple tackles in there. Which is he had an interception, cool. too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he ended a game with an interception one time. It's kind of a tip interception, but hey. Take it. INT's an INT. <laughs> but I do have a little story about Mike Aipati. I don't know if you've heard this story. Maybe you have. Potentially. But, so I, when I was at the U of I, I was there for way too long, and I played a lot of rec basketball. I'd go to the rec center, and I'd play basketball for like three hours, you know, sometimes in sequential days, I would I would just play a lot of basketball. Um, and so in the off season, the football players would go in there and they'd throw up some shots and we'd get some pickup games going. And big Mike Ayupati was on my team once. And that's a big dude. I mean, it makes sense that he's in the NFL just because of his size. He's like 6'7". Like <laughs> yeah, he's, he's humongous. Huge. And he can, huge. he can dunk. Uh, but... He's like the biggest teddy bear of a person. Like, just as you like, you hear the, that cliche all the time. Like, oh, he's huge, but he's a teddy bear. But really, his laugh was just like, <laughs> and like, he was just one cool guy. And unfortunately, though, he went up for a rebound and he came down and landed on my foot. That did not feel well. That'll end your career. <laughs> yeah, just a big six seven lineman landed on my foot. You could have gone pro, but you potty broke the foot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I did get to meet Mike Ayapati before he went on to the Super Bowl, his rookie season with the uh, 49ers. Uh, let's see. Brad on Facebook says, if anyone wants to join the fantasy league, shoot me your email. $20 buy-in. Oh, my goodness. I've got bills, Brad. <laughs> and then AJ says, any sleeper picks for last-minute fantasy drafts after you finish your Vandal combo? Okay. We can maybe come back to that. Um, I've got a few for you, yeah. Okay, Micah has a few. Just remind us if we forget. Uh, flat foot now, yeah. My foot, my foot's good. Um, it is now. Many years down the road. Yeah, I spent four more years in college after that, so <laughs> I recovered. Um, but uh, then you have former Vandals who, uh, what does that say? What about what did I write? Oh yeah, so like there's some there's some Vandals who like are Hall of Fame potential. And some guys who are in the media and entertainment business who like to remind people where they came from because the Vandals are kind of a, just like an off name when it comes to football. Talking about Mark Schlereth. There's a guy named Mark Schlereth who you've probably seen him on all different kinds of uh, sports or football networks anyways. You've seen him. You, you may not know his name, but you've seen him. I guarantee it. Yes. And he's actually very active on Twitter. If you tweet at him, he'd probably get back at you. We should tweet at him. Especially, we should. And especially because he's a Vandal. He'd be like, hey, fellow Vandal here, I have a question. We mention you in this podcast. Please listen. Check it out. Please give it a view and a like and a subscribe. I'll promote your green chili. It's <laughs> got a green chili product. Really? Yes. That's pretty sweet. Might have to do an exchange. T-shirt for some chili? Green chili? 
It's a good idea. I'd be down. Uh, but then there's a guy named Jerry Kramer. Um, he's not from like our generation of football, but um, so we got some comments coming in. Perry says, I would, but can can pay you so. It's <laughs> like we have some wheelings and dealings in the yeah, uh, the comments section. Got a buy-in fantasy league going on in the comments. So, I mean, if you guys are interested in that and you're not on the Facebook live stream, you should probably come through. Um, man, that's like three promos in one one stream. I don't even care. We're going to have a hell of a fantasy league next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just all our fans in one big league. Um, but there's a guy named Jerry Kramer who played for the Packers, and he's a, a senior finalist for 2018 going into the Hall of Fame. Senior finalist meaning like he's an old guy. He's been nominated several times. In fact, uh, according to Idaho Statesman, Jerry Kramer has been nominated for the Hall of Fame ten times. Making him notorious for not ever getting in, and uh, so this is actually his first nomination in 20 years, and so I'm kind of hoping like you know this is the year, man. Maybe they forgot. <laughs> yeah, been here 10 times. Maybe they forgot. His like, number's retired in the dome, by the way. It's it's up on the wall. Yes, and he's just a, he's a big name for the Packers too. He's champion for them. Um, <laughs> still dealings going on in the yeah, chat. More wheelings, more dealings. Um, but anyways. Since AJ brought it up, what about some sleeper picks for fantasy football drafts, Micah? What do you have? What are you thinking? Um, so there's a guy in Washington. Uh, I think his name is Jamison Crowder. I would. I don't know if you'd call him a sleeper. I would just more say he's overlooked. Okay. So uh, he he played out of the slot for him last year. He was catching the uh, catching the balls from Kirk Cousins. But now the two receivers. You that, like that? They, they do like that. <laughs> and what I like about that is that the two leading receivers in front of him on the depth chart are gone. Oh. He's the guy. He's your man. What was his He's, name again? Jamison J- Crowder? Jamison Crowder. Uh, you just look up Washington receiver Jamison Crowder. I think that's a good value pick. Maybe not a sleeper. Um, and then Coleman out of Atlanta. He's the backup running back, but he is heavily involved in their screen game. Yes. Um, if anything happens to Freeman, Coleman's the guy. He scored like 176 fantasy points last year very quietly. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Tevin Coleman or Devin? It's one of those two. One of those two. Probably the only Coleman on <clears throat> Atlanta. Uh, you'll know who we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. So. Just go look up Atlanta Coleman. You'll find him. But also, uh, speaking of the Falcons running game, like they've always been a running – like their running game has been by committee. Yeah. The last couple of years. When Jamal Charles went down a couple of years ago, I think it was Devontae Freeman's – uh, rookie season, and I picked him up like immediately. Or maybe not Jamal Charles. Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson. I keep. I don't know why I do that. Yeah. You're thinking the Chiefs. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, Jamal Charles went down the same season, yeah. Yeah. and then Sharkandrick West came in as a backup, yep. I think. Yep. Yep. But, uh, so yeah, Steven Jackson went down for the Falcons, so I immediately picked up Devontae Freeman, and he, he freaking killed it for me. He's a beast. But because he was coming into that spot, Coleman was also like the third string. Mm-hmm. And so they would kind of give the ball evenly to both of them, and Coleman got a lot of the goal line carries. So Freeman would do a good job in the open field, but then they'd let Coleman just smash it in from the goal line. So I think that would be a pretty good pick, especially with um, Freeman being the – he was like the number 10-ranked pick on ESPN. Yeah. So if you can pick up a guy who's going to be productive and he's not even in the top 20 – he was uh, That's pretty good. I got Freeman in in our league, and I definitely handcuffed with Coleman. So uh, that's my strategy, and I'm sticking to it. Hey, I got a couple Falcons too. I got got Matty Ice and Austin Hooper. It's not Julio Jones. Yeah, I, I, I follow you <laughs> on the Matty Ice, but 
<laughs> I, I wouldn't mention the other name. Okay, well, so. his name's just cool because Hooper. He's a Hooper. Um, more wheelings and dealings going on in the chat. The rookie Brett. running back in New Orleans, big play guy. Well, New Orleans just got Adrian Peterson, and they still have Mark Ingram, so take that for what you will. There may be some traffic in front of him, and they're a passing team. That's true. Just got, saying. Do we have Drew Brees? <laughs> so uh, Atlanta's a pretty balanced uh, attack, even though Matt Ryan is efficient, but they're pretty balanced, whereas New Orleans, it, that, that thing runs through Breeze and Breeze only. So I have to show you this. That would be a good sleeper pick, very good sleeper pick, but uh, take it with a grain of salt. I just have to point out that we're not dropping any frames. Zero. This stream is freaking fire right now, and it's probably because it's 720p, but hey, Several flame emojis. <laughs> the flame emojis on deck. Uh, AJ says, and Tim Hightower is RB3 on the Saints. Um, okay, so they got another guy. Uh, Brad, I'm not sure you know what you're doing, buddy. <laughs> all your, there's the flame emojis. Yeah. yeah. Let's just like smash all the comments with flame emojis. <laughs> Bury them. Spam flame emojis, everybody. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I didn't even share this. Whoops. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> so anyways, um, I have to say something real fast. Uh, boom. Now it's to the pump. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Woo! Anyways. Now we have people. Okay. Yeah, we got some people in here. Flame emojis flying, like, like, flying like flame lame emojis. birds. There's not that many. <laughs> There's four right now. There's I four. see four. Oh my goodness. So much banter. Uh, so anyways, that's. Football's coming. It's here. It is. High school football's already going. I need to go change my pants. <laughs> I'm super excited. He's just excited. Football's here. First final game tomorrow starts at 7 Mountain Time. So I'll be at work. I'll be at a meeting, but it'll be on my phone. So I'll be <laughs> in the meeting. But I'm getting paid to watch football. That's a pretty dang good gig. Pretty terrible. <laughs> at um, least in this setting. <laughs> Not this, but the setting I'll be in. Yeah, and so I guess the the last bit about NFL is that I do have like two more leagues to draft for. And Godspeed, Spider-Man. One yeah. of them is a buy-in league, so we'll see how that goes. So got to get that money out of here. But um, yeah. yeah, I'm only in two, and I already drafted. So there you go. I, I could help you. Be in your war room with you. <laughs> yeah, uh, my my strategic man. Mm -hmm. So that's what we got for football. Uh, as far as other sports go, you know, we wanted to cram this thing full of some NFL and some NCAA football. Because that's important. Um, it is very important, and it's current. Uh, as far as MLB goes, not a whole bunch going on in baseball. Uh, wild card races are heating up. That's right. Go cards. They're probably not going to make it, but go cards. <laughs> so wild card races. Um, is there a reason to you liking the cards? Uh, my mother was born and raised in Missouri. 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 Uh, basically, she's the black sheep. Everybody else still lives there. So I was just raised a Cardinals fan. So my brother and I are both Cards fans. Uh, it's kind of a, it's been a rough two seasons. But the Cardinals baseball history is just an embarrassment of riches. So yeah, I won't complain too much. The only person I can remember historically would be Mark McGuire. McGuire, they, uh, Yachty, my favorite player, Yachty or Molina. Lil Yachty? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know who that is. <laughs> It's a, he's a terrible mumble rapper. Don't, you don't even worry about it. <laughs> um, so you were raised that way. That makes sense. I mean, all my teams I got, I think, by myself. I don't, even have, I don't even have an NFL team, and I don't have a baseball team, because when I was younger, I would 
just mimic all the different players. And so I would just like follow players. If I had to say any team, it'd probably be the Niners because Jerry Rice was there when I was young. Um, but like when he moved to the Raiders, I'm like, oh, I'm a Raiders fan now. So you follow that, players around. That's fine. Yeah. So it's not like I'm a I'm a bandwagon. Although they did go to the Super Bowl and then got destroyed by the Buccaneers yeah. around that time. It so. was Tony Dungy's team, not Gruden's <laughs> team. Uh, Perry says no, still baseball season. Rangers and Boo Mike. Hey, the Rangers and Cardinals are in different leagues. They play each other. They can play each other in playoffs. In fact, they beat them in the World Series a couple of years ago. If I had to choose a team from each league, the Rangers might be my other team. My brother lives in Dallas. I've been to several Rangers games. There you go. I've been to more Rangers games than Cardinals games. So <laughs> I didn't say boo Rangers. I said I'm a Cardinals fan. Perry's just coming at you. Brad says, but that is what we call you, Kyle, wagon jumper. Why? I've been a Lakers fan true and true ever since I found out Kobe came in the league at 18. That was when I was like 10, and I've been a Lakers fan ever since. Brad, I'm not, I'm not going to call anybody a wagon jumper if they go from the Niners to the Raiders. <laughs> yeah. So um, usually if you're going to jump wagon, you jump to a better team. Yeah, you go from like like the Cavs to the Warriors or something. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, people in the Bay Area didn't know who the Warriors were until they started winning. So And uh, people in the Pacific Northwest didn't give a crap about Seattle football until they started winning. Okay, so now my dad's saying football. Well, pff, whatever. Yeah, that still doesn't make sense. <laughs> Perry, yeah, and the Lakers still suck. What do you mean? They got they had five rings in my time as a fan so far. I mean, come on. They're, they're, in recent history, they're doing pretty well. <laughs> Plus, they got that ball kid. We'll see what he can do. So are you saying the Lakers suck and you're a Mavs fan? He is a Mavs fan. He's a big Dirk fan. There's some fighting words coming <laughs> from two uh, two franchises that are kind of down here, and one's coming up, and I don't think it's the Mavs. <laughs> the Just Mavs saying. actually beat the Lakers out one year. Like when they came, they lost that year at the end of their second could have been dynasty. Uh, they had won two championships in a row, like 09, 2010, mm -hmm. and then the Mavs destroyed them. And that's when I remember Andrew Bynum giving. Uh, Berea an elbow in midair and he just got ejected and it was like that's the series that's pretty much it Brad says fins fins up fins are in speaking of fins I have a surprise for you what's that it has to do with the fins the fins like the dolphins the dolphins well all they're bringing this season is the humidity so <laughs> I don't know what you can surprise me with <laughs> uh, well it's not going to be wins Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Ah, never mind. Yeah. We're good. And that wasn't even like a punchline. He just figured it out yeah, in a weird time. You're a Dirk fan. Dirk's old. I like that German guy, but he is old. He's an old, tall German dude. I like him a lot. Patriots and Red Sox. Okay. Sticking stick to his guns. He's sort of from that area. So AJ is blocked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. <laughs> Baseball. NBA got nothing for you guys this week, so let's move on to the weekly question and discussion. I wish I had some game show music. Weekly question and discussion. That was pretty good. Freestyling. Um, so last week's question up for discussion today is as follows. Which intangible in sports slash life is the most important? And I have a list that is up on the website that I read off of, so I'll go to that now so that I'm using the exact same reference as the last podcast. Um, 
we get to it here, abstractsports.com, go check it out, read some articles. So <clears throat> the 10 intangibles that I'm talking about, um, I, these are my 10 because I just like, I think they encompass most intangibles in sports. Um, so if you think of another intangible, it probably relates to one of these. Uh, I mean, these also overlap quite a bit in themselves. So the question was, which intangible in sports or life was the most important? And this is obviously subjective to you. Uh, and you can pick from this list. There is discipline, attitude, effort, development, support, sportsmanship, leadership, teamwork, focus, confidence, and that's it. That makes 10. So we had one, one uh, pretty awesome response on YouTube. My boy Clay, uh, he left a comment on there. He loves to, man, I don't know if you guys are YouTube much or like comment much or get involved in the and that type of stuff. But man, he's huge into podcasts on YouTube. And so he drops like six comments while he's listening. So you can, like, so you know the, the parts he's talking about as he's going. Um, so right at the end, you get like his, this big paragraph from him. And so here's his question, or I mean, here's his answer to which uh, intangible is most important. He says, teamwork is most important to me. The phrase, there is no I in team is apparent in everything from sports, relationships, work, and even buying groceries. There are always other people involved in something you need or do, even if you are yourself in the woods, or even if you are by yourself in the woods, someone somewhere found out how to purify water so you don't get sick. So thank that person, you old turd. The old cliche, no iron team. <laughs> it's a pretty good pick. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's cliche for a reason. Yeah, it is, it is cliche for a reason. Um, and my thing about that is that all of these intangibles have like some sort of cliche attached to them. So like teamwork, there's no I in team. Um, and you always hear like work harder, hustle harder. Um, out work, out hit, out hustle. Yeah, yeah, like just work hard. Good things will happen. Good things will come your way. Um, and like support, you know, be there for your friends and family. That's sort of a cliche, like you got to be there for people. There, there's something for every one of those intangibles. So I, I don't mind the cliche. I think it's a, a great relation to like how these intangible things show up everywhere. Because they, I feel you. yeah, I feel you. much love, um, and so no, I I think teamwork is a really good pick. Um, do you have one in mind that you think is most important? Uh, go back to them. I forgot. No, that's all right. I got tabs. Uh, I mean, it's kind of it's it's a very open ended question because it's kind of hard. like which one do you attach most of your values to? You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I think attitude's <clears throat> part of it. Uh, probably, I think attitude plays a part in a lot of these. Oh yeah. Um, attitude affects your discipline. It can affect your confidence. Um, can for sure affect your effort. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got a poor attitude. You're, you're probably not going to play very well. Um, attitude reflects sportsmanship. Uh, attitude can uh, reflect leadership. I agree. Um, I think attitude. It just it, it plays a key part in a bunch of different phases of the game. If any game, not the game, any game. Yeah. So uh, if you have a bad attitude going in, you're going to get bad results out. Exactly. I think I think you're onto something there because attitude is like a, it's almost like how you look at things. Yeah. I mean, it, it can be taken in a very broad sense like that, like how you go about your business. Yeah. What color shades <clears throat> do you have on? You yeah. Know, so exactly. Like everything has to do with attitude, and and uh, how, that vibe you put out says a lot about it yeah. too. So. But when I think of attitude, the, thing, the person that always comes to mind is like Russell Westbrook, just because like when he the way he approaches the game is so very dead on and like angry, 
I think the angry has a, is a pretty heavy emphasis on the word attitude, but hang, angry in a good way, channeling. Determined, maybe? Determined is a good word. Yeah, determined. <clears throat> uh, he wants to win more than you do, at least in his mind. Yes. So. And not go for triple doubles only, contrary to popular belief. <laughs> Katie may still be in OKC. Yeah, it's, it's a different night. <laughs> um, so we got teamwork, we have attitude. Those are both very good choices, and I like how you're connecting them to all the other ones because that's kind of how these these things work. They intermingle. And the way that I actually tried to make these is like they go in pairs. So like discipline and attitude are like almost opposites, but they have positives to them. And then you have like effort and development where they're sort of opposites where like you have to you have to work, but you also have to work on your craft. But um, but I do like the connection to like it makes yeah, you, sense. You can draw that line across however you want. Exactly. It's just a matter of how you're thinking about it. Yeah. Um, so for me, this is like such a hard question for me because I, I mean, I, I came up with this idea of like repping these 10 intangibles. Um, and I know like every one of these have affected me in some way or another. Um, but I have to say, oh, this is so hard because <clears throat> I, I really like leadership, but I don't like that, um, Leadership has a very like one person connotation to it. Mm -hmm. You know, there's like one person who leads a team. When really this there's guy, but there's like leadership on a lot of different levels. But I so I I don't like that one as my pick just because of that reason. Uh, for my intangible, I think sportsmanship is probably the one that most identifies with me. Hey guy, be nice. <laughs> be nice, kids. Um, <clears throat> shake hands after the game. Go get a Capri Sun afterwards. Uh, <laughs> Watch the little league stuff. <laughs> yeah, sportsmanship there, you know. Yeah, there's a clip I actually shared on the page. Um, I think this one kid, he missed the catch; it went over his head, and the kid that the other team ended up winning, and the kid who made that hit went over and gave the kid a hug and said, "It's all gonna be all right." And, you know, at such a young age, it's such a great gesture to have. Like it yeah. says a lot about him as as a, as a person. It says a lot about his coach. That too, his coach is doing some some very important things in those kids' lives. It's not all the coach, the kid, too, but... Yeah, I mean, that it takes effort. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> it does. But, I, but I like the idea of sportsmanship because I think if there's anything that I live by in life is it to, like, just generally be nice to people and, like, how Have hard. a good attitude. Yeah, have a good attitude. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> but, yeah, sportsmanship because not only are you rooting for your team and yourself, but you also want other people to succeed, like... You know, for example, when I, I have my coworkers, mm -hmm. and we're all essentially a part of a team, and like say, I'm a designer on a team, and then we have a lead designer, and and so on and so forth. We have other people involved. You're rooting for them to succeed, even though that they may have a superior position to you. Um, you're rooting for them to succeed because as a team you want to succeed. Yeah. It all kind of comes back. It's like a trickle down effect. If you succeed up here, it's still going to come down. It's good for one or two for the rest. Yes, and if you succeed down here, it's going to inspire above. And so, like, I know there's a lot of cool concepts that come with sportsmanship that can relate to really anything. So I think that's why um, why I go with that one. And I think it, it's just a lot of it's just because of how I am. <laughs> like, I feel you. I, I, I don't like confrontation. I'd rather shake a hand than be shake disagreeing. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Brad says drum roll. Like everyone gets a trophy. Okay. So no sportsmanship is 
you're okay with not getting the trophy. The the kid in front of you did better, the team in front of you did better, and you congratulate him. You don't mope, you don't gripe, you don't appeal uh, the championship. So no, not everyone gets a trophy. Yeah, right? I I don't definitely don't agree with the everybody gets a trophy thing either. And when I made this project up, I were I worried that that kind of vibe was going to come off with it. Um, but then I kind of made it like, you know, the way that the project initially was started was that coaches were going to be rewarding kids for exuding these type of qualities in their mm-hmm. game. Um, so that way the coach has some say in wh- whether they get it or they don't. Yeah. So then there's like the intangibles are then applying to the coach at the same time. Like he has to have some discretion, uh, some integrity. Can't just, can't just give everybody the same award. Yeah, like, oh, you know what? He got a yellow one, so I'm gonna, or he got development, so I'm going to give him that. But he also, with that comes effort. Like where they all interconnect, it doesn't mean you get them all. you got to earn yeah. them all. Um, and the idea was that each of these intangibles was re- rewarded with a shoelace that they can lace up with and be reminded of what they did to earn that, and then it would show again in their game. It would be like a passive reminder. Um, and so, no, I, I very, very much tried to avoid the everybody gets a trophy idea with this project, but um, I really like where it's taken us. I mean, like 22 episodes in now um, on the podcast where we initially started off as a BFA project, now we were a blog starting November 1st of 2016, going into a podcast, reaching different people, um, and then having these types of discussions. I think that this is like, this is the bread and butter of the blog. That's what, that's what sets us apart from everybody else. Um, and so it's really, really exciting to get people like Micah to get involved with it. And so uh, I want to say thanks again, man, for joining me. I really appreciate it. No problem. Um, so I, I didn't come up with a question and discussion thing for next week. <laughs> I always do this to myself. So, uh, who are your sleeper picks? No, yeah. it'd be too late. It'd be too late by then. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Well, it'd be like one day before the season starts, so everybody's probably drafted by then, I guess. Yeah. Um. So let's see. I'm wondering because we already went through all the individual intangibles, talking mm-hmm. about how they show up in life and in sports. Um. Who's your favorite player that's not on your favorite team? Ooh, I like that idea because then it makes you think about yeah. the things you hate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I like that idea. So the question for next week uh, that you guys will want to think about or that we're going to be dis- be discussing, uh, AJ asks who wins the Super Bowl. The Patriots. <laughs> Is that your official answer? Yeah, Tom Brady's the GOAT. <laughs> <laughs> I, I it's that simple. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic right no, now. No, he's the goat. So, yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good. I'll say that. Yeah. But the goat thing still doesn't settle with me. I, I, that that's another he's day. Got five rings. It doesn't mean anything. Five. Have you looked at his schedule the last those five seasons? Cinco. We've talked about this. We have talked about. Yeah. This. So there, there's an article slash podcast that'll be coming out. I don't know when, but it's a big. It's it's a controversy. It's a big controversy, so I'm kind of wondering when that'll come out. But it's so funny <laughs> watch, watching us do this right now. It's hilarious. I actually should pause that. Maybe I'll, I won't touch it. We're almost to the end. Yeah. Okay, so the question for next week is pick a player that's not on your favorite team as your favorite player, I guess. And why. And why. So if you had to pick a different player other than your favorite player, who would it be and why do you like them? Maybe try to relate it to the intangibles. Talk about their game. Talk about how they impact their team and their success. Uh, anything that 
you like them for, I guess. Um, it could be a number of things, but I think that's a really cool way of thinking of like outside the box, like, okay, this isn't, I'm used to this person and this yeah. team and I support them very much and I hate this other team because they're my rival. But if you had to pick a guy from a different team like that, what do you have to say about them in positive terms? I think that's a pretty good question. We'll roll with that. Yeah. OBJ because he's pretty. He, he He's sexy. But he's got a thing with that kicking net. I think he's still got an ongoing... Damn it. He's got an open relationship. Open? There's a chance. <laughs> There's a chance. You have to get get in there. Get in there and block one of his kicks, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> a little double entendre there. <laughs> uh, it's PG. Pretty PG. Well, anyways, guys, that pretty much does it for us. Uh, Micah, thanks again for joining me. No problem, Micah. I wish buddy. I had a clapping. We need a sound engineer. Anybody want to... Anybody want to volunteer? Even even just a guy who does good noises with his mouth. I think that it could be a girl too. Jacob, <laughs> Jacob, we Jacob. need you. Uh, he never doesn't watch, so he won't know. Uh, I know where he lives. That's true. Perry says current. You know, I guess it doesn't have to be current. Let's 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 keep it current so that the podcast is current. Yeah, keep it current. You could put a little tangent of favorite historical one, but I mean. Because that really opens up the door. That's a there's a bunch of there's more not playing players than there are playing players. So yeah, because like I would think like my favorite player, like I said, is probably Jerry Rice. Where he doesn't play anymore, I, d- I almost feel like it doesn't count because he's he's not yeah. impacting the game right now. So we'll say current. Miss Daisy. Yeah, Miss Daisy. <laughs> Jacob, Jacob, AKA yeah. Miss Daisy. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so first episode out of the way with Micah. We'll see if he wants to join next week after all the technical difficulties. Uh, be sure to follow him on Twitter at Vandal Micah. That's V A N D A L M I C A H. And you can get at me personally at Kyle Clay Design. But also, don't forget to go follow that Abstract Sports Twitter. Um, we're also on all the other social media platforms you can think of. The handle or the URL extension is going to be Abstract Sports. Um, and so, talking like Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. The social media. The the world. YouTube doesn't have an extension yet, but just look for it. You'll find it there. Um, Them internets. <laughs> the internet, man. It's all over the place. Uh, but that's all I've got for you guys. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Kyle Richards, co-hosted with Micah Brown. Microwave. Micah Rowave, a.k.a. on the PlayStation. Uh, <laughs> well, that's it, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next Wednesday. Peace. Deuces. <laughs>